I wanted to get you in the in the mood of the bilingual. In the mood of the bilingual, I feel like the bilingual person can do a conolingus that's better. Because do you think you, we're you, smarter? Not smarter. We're probably more dumb because we speak more languages and we can't even speak any of them right. <laughs> right. But I do think that our tongue has like a more maneuvering. It has more dy dynamism. So you're you able think, to... Do you think that's why girls like bilinguals better? I think bilinguals, conolinguals is the way to go. It is the way to go. Well, what happens welcome. if you if you speak like seven languages? Damn. Then you probably like you thirty seconds tops. Poof. That's it. It's a little it's a little waterfall. <laughs> Fucking Niagara Falls. I'm not gonna say anything. All right. Well, I would like to welcome you all to the Broski Diddles podcast, the best podcast in all of the land. It's your boy Kiko Flow, Kiko Cervantes. With an accent like that. And we got my boy, Chef Maurice. Chef Maurice. You, would you like me to introduce you in the future with like a British voice? It's Chef Maurice. Or more like French, Chef Marie. Mm, let's go with English first. Or, it, or um, Italian, Chef Mauricio. You know that since my name is spelled C-I-O, Italians are dumb as fuck. And they're Whoa. like, Mauricio. They say Mauricio. Marich because they're dumb as fuck. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> you know. the, good, the good thing about this podcast is that we each have different thoughts. And <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. And we can still we can still come together and do a show and talk, and talk about different things. Nope. Um, all right. No, that's pretty cute. You know, one thing I wanted to talk about is you live in San Francisco, right? And beautiful city. It was one of the epicenters for the gay movement, which we support very much. And I'm proud to say that Madrid has maybe the second best Pride event after San Francisco, maybe. Have you been? I've been at, I've been like once, like partially. But it's mainly because I don't like gatherings of people, not because I'm not fond of the... Of the That's why you only went partially. Yeah, I went partially. Mm. Okay. I, only, I don't know what that I, means. I only went but... second base. No, but San Francisco, you know, has a lot of things that are beautiful. You know, you have the, am I right, the Golden Gate Bridge, the Golden Gate, not the Golden Gate, <laughs> which is cool too. I mean, that that could be. It's a bunch of golden gays in the bridge. Yeah, because they're hot. Yeah. They're like golden and, and, and uh, blonde. They do the golden shower there. Golden shower. Whoa. <laughs> R. Kelly's out. All right. So, but San Francisco has a problem right now. And this is a problem that's everywhere in the U.S., but California is, is great at it because the, 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 the people that manage the city are fucking retarded. So what you got is homeless people fucking up the city. And the narrative that they've been saying for so long, especially in the left-leaning medias and the legacy media, is that, oh, this, this is because rent is too high and these are all working mothers that can't afford the rent so they, they're homeless and like that's a very small percentage of the people that are homeless the large majority are people that are fucked in the head and that are drug addicts do they need our compassion yes they do do they need our help yes they do however we cannot allow people to live in the streets and make the city a hazardous situation in many, you know, medically, violently, crime-wise. And the other day I saw some guy uh, speak and he was giving a plan on how to fix this. And I wanted to, to, to bring this up with you to, to, to see what you have. Because they say that in California for many years and in many states, the left always tries to, 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 to give to the homeless, like, oh, poor people, we need to help them. Let's give them things that they need. But they never require them to do anything in return. And the thing is, life is about sacrifices and about working and about doing your thing. We have to wake up in the early morning to do our job. I mean, right now you're unemployed, but... <laughs> and, you, and you need to wake up and sometimes you don't want to go and then you have to listen to a fucking boss and all this shit to pay the bills to be able to live. And that's everybody's fucking responsibility. You need to do that. That's the burden as a human that we have. 
So what I'm saying is, and this guy said this, and I thought it was such a good idea. We need centers, right? Places where people can live. We take them off the streets. You give them two choices. One choice is, look, you're breaking all of these laws. We're going to take you to jail. Or you go to this shelter where there's going to be monitoring, there's going to be rules, and they're going to have somebody following up with you to see how you're improving. And this is a great thing that the guy said. Like, you need to give them the carrot, but you also have to have, to have the stick. So meaning you give them things, but you also need them to do things back because that's the only way they're going to improve their situation and get out of being homeless. So one ex perfect example he gave is like, look, people go into the shelter and you live amongst other people, right? Homeless people. You follow the rules. It's a decent place. It's clean. It's secure. All this stuff. Now, let's say you behave well, meaning you stop doing drugs, you pass your drug test, you, you, you start doing better. All right, you get to have now a private room because privacy is a thing that you really want to have. It's like it's uncomfortable to live with other people in bunk beds and shit. And once they are required to do something on their side to get this room, now you're getting them in this place where you're managing incentives and they actually want to improve. You fuck up and you start doing drugs, you're still going to live in the shelter. We're not going to let you live in the street, but you're going back to the bunk beds with everyone. And it has to be a situation where when you tell them what's going to happen, the law has to be enforced. So you need to clean the streets and tell them, look, you either go to jail or you go to the center. And you need to follow the rules. And I find that to be so reasonable. Like, like I can imagine somebody that's very compassionate being like, oh, but that's so fucked up. And it's like, how is that fucked up? Like, it's fucked up that the rest of us have to follow the rules. We're still helping them. We're still spending millions of dollars to have these centers and help them, but they need to put their part too. A hundred years ago, if you were a drug addict and you had mental problems, you were killed. <laughs> or you would die of an accident. Like people didn't give a fuck about these people. I have compassion. I give a fuck about them, but they also need to put their part. They also need to help their situation. Otherwise you go to jail. So, I heard that and to me it makes so much sense. I wanted to hear from you. How does that sound and how do you compare it to what you see, the permissiveness of it these days? I think you you touch on the right thought. Like you said that how come we all have to follow rules, but they are sometimes not following the rules. And then we get to, you know, if we follow the rules, we get to live in a house, have a car, own things, uh, you know, do certain stuff. And how come people who live in the streets don't always have to follow the, the rules? And, and I think that's where it has to start. Um, unfortunately, the city, you see a lot of money there is a lot of money in the city, but there, there's the two ends of the spectrum, you know, people with a lot of money and then people who are truly lost, like, you know, live in the streets, live under the tent, uh, drug usage, prostitution. So I, I think that everything you said that this, this person came up with the idea, I think it's, it's doable. I it's doable, you know, here everything's political, so the the left might want to do something, but the right is going to block it and vice versa. I don't know. It's in a city like this, you you have to keep people under, I don't know, under their in check. How about that? Yeah, I mean, yeah. I think ev everywhere, right? Like, that's the main thing. Right, but in, in this city, you, you're seeing it more, or in this state. Cause... But it's, I think it's because, well, I don't think this is a fact. It's because they're permissive with this. For so long, they wanted to be, like, they wanted to bat an eye because they were like, oh, fuck this. Like, let me look over here. People didn't enforce the law because they were like, it's mean to take them out of the streets. But you know and by the way, the guy that I saw the video from, his name is Michael Schellenberger. And the video that I saw is called Why Progressives Ruin Cities. 
and it's, it's super, super interesting. I really recommend you watch it because he talks about your city and he has a book that's called San Francisco. And he talks about what's fucked up with San Francisco specifically, but this relates to all of the cities where this is happening. What's, com what's compassionate is you realizing that the people that live in the streets live in conditions that are dangerous and fucked up, and especially the women, they're all victims of sexual abuse. What's compassionate is that you take them off the streets and you put them in a place that's safe. That's what's compassionate. Not, it's not compassionate to let them live in the streets. No, that's a fucking place that's dangerous. And then it endangers everyone else in the city. And it's not a money problem. The money's there. You just need to put it in the right place. First of all, you need, you need to enforce the law. Nobody can camp outside. And then the second thing is we're going to have these centers and you need to follow the law. And to me, the whole problem that I see with all these things in homelessness is that they don't require these people to actually put their part in society. You need, as, as crazy as you might be or as, as much as a drug addict, you need to put the minimum effort to improve your life. Otherwise, I'm sorry, I can't feel bad for you. But do you think these people actually want to? Because a lot of this, these families or, or it, they live good because the state provides them with. Well, that, 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 say, that's the thing that to a lot of them, they've achieved the perfect thing. I live by no rules. I live in a state where I don't really have a winter per se, so I could just live in the street. And because the, the state feels sad for me, they bring me food, they bring me needles, they bring me sanitary equipment, and I can just do this forever. No, you know what's uncomfortable? Getting your life together. That shit's uncomfortable. It takes effort, it takes risk, it's, it's annoying. So, but why the fuck do we all have to do it and they don't? And as much as you can be sick and as much as you need help, you also need to be willing to help yourself because otherwise then it's, it's an unfair burden to the rest of us. Right. And the tax money that you're paying here, it's a premium. And Sorry. it's supposed to be put into, a, you know, this, this things to, to get the city better, to, to make it livable. You know, sometimes I feel like my money is going to the wrong places because the streets are not done. There's potholes. Um, there's... Uh, homeless in the streets so it's like but then they put this all this millions of dollars into the dumbest shit is a is the worst i mean it's the best example to show how bad a city can manage its funds be so rich and fuck it up so bad um and yeah i mean when they became very relaxed with their loss more people started moving to san francisco because they knew they could live there or to la <clears throat> Venice Beach, and they live in the fucking beach. Yeah, you live in paradise. So, yeah, to me, it's like, yeah, man, life is hard, and you gotta, you know, you don't see this in Europe. In Europe doesn't have this problem because they don't let people live on the streets. You know, so. And it's, it's not only happening in San Francisco or Los Angeles. Um, when I went to Miami, I saw a lot more homeless uh, people in the streets. So, I mean, it is an epidemic. It is, it is bad. People, and, and I haven't even mentioned you. You add to that mix fentanyl. I mean, this is a fucked up situation, man. It's crazy, but but yeah, I think I think you need to use the money to make these centers and have them obey the law. In the past, like I said, these people unfortunately didn't really live much because society wouldn't allow it you know nowadays you're spending all this money especially in san francisco to pay for the, you know to pay for these things for them the least they could do is want to help themselves a little bit that's the least you could do i'm sorry like there, there's some money in all the fucking uh, trash, is that trash? <laughs> no, it's, it, it feels like a bunch of cars just racing on the street. Damn. Damn. Um, but yeah, anyway, so <laughs> I wanted to to share that with you because, yeah, I think, I mean, in your experience, how much do you see this problem in San Francisco? I know you don't go out much, but. But it is, it is there. Like where I live close to here, there's, there's a lot of people and, and like in the park. But then in the park, they set up the tent and then 
the park rangers come and and kick them out but they don't kick them out of out of the uh corner in front of the park you, you know what i'm saying it's like yeah. they can't be in the park but like right in front of it they can so i mean it's always there you always see tents there and then the next day you don't see them and then a week later they're back there so i mean like like sometimes you feel like it could be unsafe especially you're going with a kid and shit yeah for sure for sure i try to go to 7-eleven and get my my fix of sweets and then there's a bunch of homeless uh, waiting for for a buck or two you know and it sucks (laughs) it sucks for them it sucks for the community you know you don't want to live like that yeah in your point of view like you don't want to live where you know homeless are but and it sucks for them like i i and I think that in a state where there's a lot of opportunity, not only in California, but other states have give you the opportunity of, you know, working and, and getting your life back together and people don't want to take advantage of that. They just, they try to go the easy route. Just like when uh, COVID happened, a lot of people stopped working because the state was giving out so much money that what was the point? And I, I'll be, I'll be honest, what I was getting from the state unemployment was way more than what I was getting um, from my salary. Mm. So I, I see, I'm like, I, I mean, if I keep getting this shit, I might as well just stay home. But no, I'm a responsible person. <laughs> I went back to work. I said, fuck the good money. Let me make the shit money. And now I'm in this situation where I'm back to no, no work. No work. Yeah, so I mean... I mean, and this relates a little bit to like the victimhood mentality, you know, like people wanting to be victims all the time in all different aspects of life. And I saw a, a tweet or like, yeah, like a post that was quite interesting. And he said, if you're confused by why victim mentality is so attractive, number one, it provides a permanent alibi for personal failures. Number two, it attracts attention. Number three, it generates sympathy. Number four, it acts as a social currency with like-minded people. And number five, it disguises negative traits and actions as virtues. As virtues. So it's perfect, right? Because you're the victim and then you can have people feel sorry for you and then you get attention and that's perfect. And this ties again with narcissism. We always talk about it. And I think with this whole homelessness, like that's the root of the problem. And it's, and it's a problem that affects not only homeless people, but everyone in society, because I think today narcissism is fucked. But yeah, the, 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 like the entitlement that you can feel like, oh, yeah, like I'm entitled to live outside wherever the fuck I want in like San Francisco next to a mansion. And if you take me out of here, you're mean. It's like, bro, like to me, that's like such out of reality and. So, so yeah, that's, uh, that's my two cents on the homelessness problem. That's how I think you can fix it. I didn't come up with this. Your boy, Michael Schellenberger came up with it. And again, the video you can watch is called why progressives ruin cities. And as you know, Chef Maurice is going to vote for Trump. So that's where we're at. Uh, <laughs> um, no, I'm just kidding. Run the Santos, run the Santos. Damn. Or Robert, Jeff, Ronnie, um, RFK, Robert Kennedy Jr. Sorry, sounds you know, sounds you about know, right. You know who I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. There's a few interesting people. Anyways, I wanted to talk to you about another topic. Completely different. It's completely different. I'm going to blow people's minds. It's completely different. Damn, it's, you have homeless people. Is that the homeless Damn. people fighting? <laughs> As you know, I've been in a I've been in a weight loss journey in the in the wow. past months. Yeah, and I'm trying now. I'm trying to be healthy because you know what? I woke up one day and I said, you know what? You know what? I'm not afraid to love myself anymore. Wow. And you know what? And I'm not afraid to express it. Okay, I'm a diva. I know who I am. I know what I deserve. So go wow. get that girl. Go get it. Go get it, girl. So, you know, I'm in, a way, I'm in a way lost journey, okay? So, so you know, I go out. I'm doing my little jogging. I go to a near park. And in the park, they have, like, these large steps. And I like to do a little bit of squat action there to get my glutes going. Wow. This, this, no, this type of exercise is good because when you get older, you're going to need the strength to not fall and die. <laughs> Most old people that have a fall, they die within a year. 
because the falls are so fucked. So for all you people that have parents that are getting to that age, start having with them talks about them doing a little bit of strength training. It doesn't have to be a lot of weight, but just going top steps, walking so that they don't fall, so that they don't, they don't fall with a stupid step or something and a fall, boom, you break your hip, that's it, you're gone. Mama! <laughs> so I go do this. I go do these steps, right? And I have my headphones and I'm listening to my podcast. You know how it is. I'm not only a podcaster, but I also consume it, you know, because I do believe it. you consume it. your own podcast? No, that would be weird. That's weird, right? Although I do do it sometimes for quality check. Quality check, right? Yeah. So I see my girlfriend. She listens to us a lot and I can't. I don't, I don't like listening to us. It's weird for you? It is a little cringy because maybe I said something that I shouldn't have and yeah. I'm like, Eesh. I mean, I'm already a little bit numb to it, but pretty much every <laughs> podcast that I listen to when I'm editing and shit, I'm like, yeah, and this is going to come back to me and fuck me up. Like, this is, this is, <laughs> this is stupid. You know, I'm fucking up my whole life, uh, and <laughs> leaving it all out there, you know, as an, as an open book, but that's the fucking commitment of the podcast. That's why Chef Maurice quit his job. I'm here 24 seven. He said, this podcast is my priority. Yeah. Yeah. That's what I said. So look, so, so I'm, I'm doing my little exercising and I like to do these steps first. And then I go jogging because the steps is more like strength training. And then in the corner of my eye, like I said, I'm listening to my podcast with my headphones in the corner of my eye. I see a guy come closer to me, a little younger than me. The guy's coming closer to me and I'm like, okay. And then he gets close enough where he's like, now you're trying to address me. And then I look at him, he starts talking. So now I have to take off my headphones. So now you're annoying me. And he's like, hey, so are you training? And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm doing a little exercise and shit. He's like, all right. And then he points to like, you know, one place like, oh, where there's two girls, right? And he's like, oh, because we're going to train today. We train here every week. And... It's pretty much a porn video. No, <laughs> he's like, we train here every week, and do you want to join us, right? So right away, right, because I'm a skeptical guy. I'm always, I'm always weary of a motherfucker. So I already, I already know. Okay, you're gonna sell me some training program, right? And I don't like this trainer vibe. I hate this trainer vibe. You know that? You know that vibe? This is why I don't go to gyms. You join a gym and then a trainer comes and he's like, look, oh, what's up, my big dog? I saw you're doing some exercises. I, I can help you do that shit perfect. You're going to get better results. I, I can guarantee you. So now you're already telling me passively, aggressively. Oh, by the way, you fucking retard that doesn't know how to do exercises. Let me show you how it's done. Let me show you how the big dick motherfucker does it. Now I have a bunch of questions, though. Okay, but chill, you go into chill. Okay. Uh, <laughs> All right, my bad, no, my bad, my bad. Go, 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 go. You're training. You see this dude uh, coming to you. The first, the first thing I think about is, if he is he buff? Is he papiado, as we say it in Spanish? He's not super. He's not buffed, okay. but he, but he's fit. Okay. Like like decently fit, nothing crazy, just skinny. I mean, he's he's skinny. And maybe a little bit of tone, but nothing what crazy. About, what about the girls? I could, they were a little far away. I couldn't see them. I only have eyes for my okay. women. <laughs> okay, okay. Uh, go on. I, I want to keep hearing this. So okay, I, okay. I, I, so, so he paint says... Paint a picture. Paint a picture to me. So, you know, as you get older, you start giving less a fuck about people. And you start, like, being less nice and, like, less diplomatic about shit. So when he tells you, you want to train with us, I'm like... He's already coming with this energy, like, oh yeah, like I got you, like come through, like. And I'm like, oh no, no, I'm, uh, I, I'm not interested. And then, but to be nice, right? To be nice, I'm like, oh no, I'm not interested. Thanks, but you know, what do you guys do? Where are you located? Like, wh what is it that you are, so that maybe I can follow up later? You know, like just to be nice, because you already came to me. I told you no. Now you have to go back to the girls, like, oh. <laughs> this motherfucker said he'll call me later. Yeah. And when I ask him, oh, where are you guys located? He's like, oh, if you want, just give me your number, he says. And right away, I said, like, oh, no, I would prefer what? not to. What? He says, oh, so let me just get your number. Why? And I'm like, <laughs> right away, without a, without a blink, I was like, oh, no, I would prefer not to. 
but where are you located? And then, so he was like, kind of, you know, he, hesitant. He, no, he was like, oh shit, he wasn't expecting it, right? And for a bit, the, 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 the situation was a little tense because it did feel like I caught him off, like, hey, chill. But in my mind, I'm like, you're coming to fucking intervene my energy. You're fucking <laughs> up my shit. So fuck you. And also, if you're a trainer, if you're a tra if you like do training for people, buy Xanax and take 40 Xanax pills. <laughs> <laughs> and you're gonna go as sleepy sleepy. As noosy snoozy out of this fucking world. Okay? Don't and by the way, don't fucking come at me telling me, oh, let me show you how to do this shit. I don't give a fuck. I wanna do it wrong. I wanna do the exercise wrong. I don't give a fuck. So now that I have this, you have questions, but also let me know, am I wrong? Because I might need to go to therapy. I think, I think you were right the whole, the whole way. Since you saw that motherfucker approaching, you were on your right uh, state by being like, no, motherfucker, get the fuck away from me. Now, what did, I mean, did you guys end up, you know, being friends. Yeah, we uh, went out he... later that night and I fucked him. <laughs> did he no. give you his phone number? No. You guys said, He's are like, you guys going to meet next week? He kind of said, oh, yeah, we're like out here. I'm like, all right, get the fuck out of here, peace. No, I'm not going <laughs> to. I don't give a fuck. I want to do my thing by myself. But you know what's weird? After that, I was, I was still around the area. And I still needed to do a bit more exercise in that area before moving. But I didn't want to do exercise around this motherfucker. Because I was like, yeah, he was going to judge me. He's like, oh, you see, he did. Like, I felt him talk. Maybe this is all in my head. But I felt him talking to the girls like, oh, you see what he's doing? Totally wrong. I could have helped him. I could have helped. He was pointing. He was pointing. Yeah. It's like that motherfucker. He'll never lose the weight. Don't do that shit, girls. Don't don't be like him. He'll be dead at 45. (laughs) (laughs) It's, uh, it's, It's crazy how people are. So, so quickly. I just want to say, this guy, this trainer, I hope he gets an STD. Sorry, go on. Wow, I was not expecting that. Um, I, I, it, it's funny to see that there's people that are so different than, than us. How they're not in my right mind, I would approach anyone at a park, at a public place, and ask them, you know, do you want to train together or whatever the fuck he said to you it's 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 yeah but even even worse it's like it's the assumption that oh you're you're doing this not as good as me so let me show you how it is and i have a cousin that did some training for training right like he 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 learned shit to be a trainer and he was trying to get jobs at gyms and like part of the whole thing is like you are being a little hoodwinker where you're out there like Selling this shit and telling people like, hey, by the way, I saw you doing this, but if, if I show you how to do it, you're going to get even buffer. I'm going to look cute as fuck. And it's like, you're low-key, and not even low-key, you're low-key insulting me. Like, get the fuck out of here. I don't give a fuck how you do it. <laughs> I, 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 don't, I wouldn't have the balls to approach anyone to, to tell them that you're doing Because it's the, you have to have the audacity. The audacity. To fucking I... do that. That's crazy. So anyways, I just wanted to rant a little about this motherfucker that approached me, wanting to train me. Ain't, no, ain't nobody can tame this beast. Wow. Hashtag, hashtag beast mode. <laughs> <laughs> by the way, by wow. the way, quickly here. Uh, now that I'm in a rant. Now that I'm in a rant. Go, go. This is going to be low for me. Like, uh, like complaining about this uh, uh, at this age, I shouldn't be. But I just see it so much. Random ass people's videos of them doing exercise. Mm-hmm. Ah, mm-hmm. so cringy. When, when, Hashtag uh, beast mode. <laughs> when Hashtag see, no days off. Now, what would you rather see? Girls uploading these videos or boys or guys uh, uploading this, this shit? I mean, the one with girls is a little less worst. Because but still, but still but, but, but they're all cringy. Yeah, 
Yeah. Uh, it's but the guy me, one the guy one is super it's, loser. It's fucking, I'm sorry. Yeah, I'm sorry. Weird. If you listen to this podcast and you do that, you're cool. By the way, you're <laughs> no, you're not cool. You're not cool. Just but imagine, it's the rest. The rest that don't listen to the podcast, they're those are fucked fucking up. losers. Just having the thought of oh shit, I'm lifting weights. Let me put my camera like right here that it's looking at me. And it's just like lifting. And obviously that <laughs> that comes accompanied by the classic logos, right? The classic slogans. No pain, no gain. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I fall down seven times and get up eight. Something like that. Yeah. I'm up uh, at 4 a.m. You know, it's muscles and money for me and pussy. <laughs> I uh, yeah when when I was thinking about leaving my my job and doing some uh, day trading I I looked up where to do the day trading and I found a bunch of douchebags who are like you know if you wake up at 9 a.m. you already lost your day there you have to wake up at 3:30 and I saw one run meme, 7 miles meme video of a girl that was pretty funny making fun of like making a mockery of how these guys talk. And he was like, dude, let's say you're going to a restaurant, right? And you're like, oh, let me order some food, right? Yeah, but that's not the mentality you got to have. If you go into a restaurant, you got to think, how can I buy this restaurant? (laughs) You got to think further. And at the end of the day, those guys like Gary Vee and shit. I mean, Gary Vee is pretty cool, but, but I still put him in the category of like, Talking a mm. lot of shit that's vague and abstract, but that doesn't really like. You guys gotta, you guys gotta wake up, and, and content is king, and you gotta continue to process it in a way where you contextualize all of the feelings and put them together in one way. <laughs> and if you got, if you keep pushing, how old are you? You're 57. You're still young, buddy. You're still young. <laughs> you got it's, high blood pressure and diabetes. You're good. You don't got insurance. Mentality. Fuck. You gotta go get it. When I wake Go up again. in the morning, I'm like a, I'm like a lion. And the rest of the people are, are hyenas. That's very like Miami insurance seller, right? Yeah, yeah. That's, or or uh, car salesman, car salesman. Oh, what are you driving? A Toyota Corolla? Fuck you. Ah, man. No, well, I mean, whenever you get the money, you can come here and drive a real pussy weather. What? Why do you talk like that, John? Bro, that's how we talk here. <laughs> This is Kendall Toyota. <laughs> imagine, imagine you never come out of that personality, and then you just go home to your family, to your parents, and just talk to them like that. Hey, the fuck are you doing? <laughs> Ma, hey, hey. hey, Ma, go to the store. What? <laughs> go make me a sandwich. Yeah, it's, no, it's uh, uh it, it's. I mean, there's a really funny movie. I think it's called Get Me the Goods or Get the Goods with Will Ferrell and all of that crew about car salesmen. Uh, Paul Rudd is in it. Uh, yeah, it's super funny. Uh, go watch it. That's a gem. Back, back when they did comedies that, that weren't woke. <laughs> that people weren't. By the way, Oppen- about- Oppenheimer, fire. Fuego? I don't know if I told you about the story. I was going to watch Oppenheimer the, the day that it came out, the same day Barbie's coming out. So you had a lot of girls dressed in pink. And I had not known about this trend. I didn't even know like that was a thing. So when I was in the in the theater, it was actually pretty cool to see because I was like, oh, shit. Why are they? I mean, right away, you, you know, it's pink. It's for Barbie. But when you see so many people, I'm like, oh, fuck. I didn't even know this was a thing. But anyways, there was a big line for the popcorn, which normally there is in a line. But today is... Well, not when I went, it was opening day for Oppenheimer and Barbie. So a long line for popcorn. And I'm a fucking quick guy. I'm a quick guy. I already got shit in my head. I've been looking at the menu for the whole time. I already know what I'm going to get. Hey, let me get combo three, Coke, salty popcorns. Thank you. Bro, some people are fucking dumb. And the, and the group that I had right in front of me, I think they were like a Venezuelan group which i'm venezuelan you know i'm cool with them but these ones were fucking stupid as fuck they were all dressed in pink it was like a mom a daughter and a grandma and they were so confused by what what was offered which was just popcorn and soda 
It wasn't even one of these theaters that you can get like the chicken nuggets or like the chocolate bars and or like the gummies. No, no, no. This place only sells popcorn and soda. That's it. They were like, oh, so 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 wait, so this is so this is a corn that pops, right? Okay, okay. And then you put them in a okay. All right. And then the soda, what is that? Is that like a thing that has bro? It was so bad that when those fucking dumbass people finished doing that, <laughs> the lady that was, well, there was a girl, right? It was a young girl in movie theaters. You got youngins. The way she looked at me when I, when I went with a split second combo three Coke salty popcorn, she's like, oh my God, thank you. She literally said that. She's like, she's like, wow, how simple. She said, <laughs> maybe she, when she heard your accent, maybe she's like, oh, fuck. No, no, no. She knew I was, she knew I was good peeps because she knew I was effective. <laughs> I was yeah, a sniper. She's like, she's like, is he going to make a bunch of questions about combo? Number no, no, no questions. I already four. know it. I already know what's good. I tell her, Papa, <laughs> it was so fast that when she gave me everything and I paid and, and you know how I pay, I already got the card. I'm like, boom, boom, boom. Don't worry. I don't need a receipt. All good. Great. All good. I, I grab my shit. She's like, oh my God. Uh, so she, she, she thanked me. She's like, oh, thank you for being so like, so And I'm like, all I did was what you should be doing. The default option, which is ordering quick. And that's it. You know, people that are like in a uh, fast food restaurant or whatever. And when they get to the line and it's their turn, that's when they start looking at the menu, bro. You need to have that shit figured out right away before you even get there. And if you don't get the fuck out of the line. When I when I go to I'm getting In angry today. Yeah, I, I, are you okay? I don't you know. Good? I'm getting angry. Do you want a little massage? <sighs> I'm a little I'm a little stressed out. When I go to In and Out, I already know what to order. Like I don't fuck around. You know, the first time was the first time I went to In and Out. It was a little bit more. It was faster than these people, but it was like I needed to look at the menu. But I'm like, I want a burger. They have four options. Double, double. That's that's all I need. Then they ask you like, "Do you want onions? Do you want tomatoes?" And uh, do you get but, quick question to see how how much how manly you are when you get an In and Out burger, for example. No, I, I get a vegan one with the lettuce. I'm fucking with. When they say, "Oh, you want onions, tomato?" Do you get it with everything? Yeah. Okay. I was yeah, about to say you a bitch, but no. <laughs> no, because. I don't when trust they, a man that doesn't like onions. Okay, I'm I'm with you there. That's it, weird. Am I right? I don't know. You're right. But yeah, I, no, no, maybe no, I'm right. I mean, maybe people don't agree with me, but that's how I feel inside. If you don't drink alcohol or and or eat onions, then I don't trust you. Why are you hiding, <laughs> you motherfucker? And don't Do get me wrong. You don't onions, have to be an alcoholic. You know. You know that onions are a sweet vegetable. There's a lot of sugar in onions. Isn't it crazy? People just don't know that. Right, but like onions don't have that many calories. And they're know. actually healthy for you. But it is crazy that after you cook it, then it releases, right, these things that make it sweet and it releases the sugar. And then that caramelized onion now has a higher sugar consumption when you eat it. So isn't it crazy? The same food, but just in a different state of cooking gives you different calories and different um, contents of sugar. So this is for the smart people out there that read. <laughs> Sometimes we have the real content, the real like information. I mean, you as a cook, do you know this? Yeah, I knew. I just didn't know it was different calories. I mean, maybe, I mean, I am very, sounding very <laughs> confident on that one, but I'm pretty sure that's the case. Like if you caramelize it, it releases certain things that now make it sweet. Sweeter. Yeah. Yeah. Um, what was it saying? In and out, onions, tomatoes, Everything. the whole deal. Yeah, yeah. Make it animal style. I go to here. I don't have In and Out, but I have Five Guys, and I love it. Okay. And when I go, I'm like all the way, and then also the other things that you don't have on all the way, because all the way is what is what you tell them when you want them to put everything on it. But Even then in I, Spanish. Yeah, in Spanish too. Oh here, shit! I mean, contrary to popular belief, here people have adapted to the okay. English language. So, but there's also other toppings like jalapenos and steak sauce that aren't part of the old way. 
But here, I feel like they make it a little hard, like they hide it. And when I tell them, okay, I want all the way, but then I want everything else, she's like, what do you mean? I'm like, you know what I mean, bitch. <laughs> so she wants me to tell her individually, jalapenos, steak sauce. I'm like, bitch, I said everything. Everything you got over there. And then I look back there, I'm like, hey, Juancho, because I, I recognize the guy, he's Juancho. Everything you got there, my man. Everything you got there. You got a little bag, a little baggie with white powder that you brought from your home country? Put a little bit there. Is that Juan Camilo? That's Juan Camilo. You call him Juancho. That's my boy. Bro. <laughs> when you go to Five Guys, do you get the fries with the Cajun seasoning? I haven't been to Five Guys in forever. You're a bitch. Well, I am a bitch. Whenever you huh? go back to it, get the fries with the Cajun seasoning. Mm. It's like the spicy I... seasoning. It's fire. It's like seasoned fries. Now, fries, you need salt, right? Right. Okay. No, no, no. I just wanted to make sure because, for example, In-N-Out don't put salt. So In-N-Out fries are the worst fucking fries. Whoa, that's crazy. It is. I think it sucks. fries, salt, and pepper. And, and I, I love mm. pepper. Salt mm -hmm. and pepper. And if you put it right after being fried, mm -hmm. when it sticks to it, ugh, fries are hard to make. Little tip here. Yeah. I know that Chef Maurice could elaborate a bit more. You cut the potatoes, and then you soak them in water for a, an hour, and then you take them out of the water. You throw away the water. That releases a lot of the of the, the carbohydrates. Yeah, the starch that's in the potato. It makes it crispier <clears throat> because it has less water when you fry it. Another tip for people out there uh, that are like starting to live alone and cook for themselves and shit. It just depends how much time you have. What do you mean? If you're hungry, if you're hungry as fuck, you don't you don't wash them in the water and. Yeah, but it, it'll become the soggy. It would be piece shitty shit. fries. Yeah, but how do you do it? Is it, is, gonna... is it like an hour, or you do it longer? I, I try. I try not to do French fries at home. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> no, it's processed or fried, or no, it just takes a long time, and sometimes I just want to eat now. But I used to work at a place where uh, one of the side dishes was French fries, and I think it was the best fries I ever had. And we soaked them in water, running water, overnight. But even so better. Than, yeah. All that shit would come out, and then they would fry and be crispy as fuck. Right away. Double that's, fried. That's amazing. Double fried. And this is the thing, right? You that work in the kitchen, not right now because you're unemployed, it's a lot harder <laughs> to do good fries in your home than in a kitchen because when you have a large industrial fryer, that's the real experience. You need the whole oil around it to fucking fry it. When you do it in a pan at your house, it's just not the same thing. They don't come out you, the same. Everything. And gets, you don't want to make the kitchen dirty. Everything smells it, like it's just like fucking. <laughs> it smells like McDonald's at yeah. home. And I mean, like, and you kind of want that reuse oil that's filled with carcinogens, right? In, right. From the restaurant, you know, that has yeah. the same oil that's been used for three months and four weeks. Which will be five months if you think about it. <laughs> so, you know, uh, for people out there, know that we have this forever chemicals in our blood mm -hmm. from mm -hmm. the from the Teflon people. I think it's the, this company uh, that fucked up all of the rivers in the U.S. And we have this processed food and carcinogens and everything that we fry the oil. So we probably won't live to see what, you know, Elon Musk is going to doing Mars and shit. Damn. That's fucked. Damn. Is it a little depressive? It is. Shit. I'm, I'm My bad. I didn't now. even want to like kill the vibe like that. I'm just... Damn. Sometimes I was thinking I... about fries, but it's <laughs> fucked me up, dog. Yeah, to be honest, I need to work on, on like changing the vibe like that because we were on a good topic. Let's go back to fries. Let's go back to fries. <laughs> what are the best fries for you? I think... I think you gotta, you do have to say Mickey D's, right? Yeah, it is annoying and it's cliche, but they do have, I mean, I'll be honest with you. My favorite fries are actually Five Guys Cajun fries, but in trying to be a little bit more worldwide, what's available worldwide, if we look at like the main chains, yeah, Mickey D's, McDonald's, it's got amazing fries. If you get them right, like, where right, they were just as, as, and, right. and you know what they do? They put a lot of salt on that bitch. Yeah. yeah. That salt shaker. At, at In-N-Out, they give you the little salt packages. 
And it doesn't make sense because, like you said, if they're not coming out of the fryer and you put it on, it doesn't stick to it. So you just put in salt and it's just like filling the bag with salt and not the fries. Um, I do like the salt pepper mix. (laughs) (laughs) It's a struggle. It's it's, it's a, you know, middle, low class struggling life. You know, that's what it is. Like, Mm. you know, they saw the the boss is a piece of shit. Your colleague is doing cocaine in the bathroom. Is that a real thing? Is that a what? Is that a real thing? I mean, that, that happens. Ha- I mean, that happens in the world. How, I mean, now you work in the corporate world, right? You li- you work in the corporate world in Europe, mm-hmm. which is a different one. Do you know of your colleagues going to the restroom in the office and just doing a little bump up, a-, a little tokuruni, tokuruni? A little ching ching. You don't have I mean, to say. I don't. don't say, I don't know of the, of situations like that, but I'm sure that there's some crazy fucks out there. You know what I mean? So you think uh, Marta is having a tough day at home? She mm-hmm. just got to work. Marta takes painkillers. Yeah. Okay. And then in the afternoon, when she, she brings out. The Bolivian gold <laughs> to wake her up. Do you think up. on a fucking Tuesday she's doing bumps around, I don't know, 4.30 right before she goes home. And she's like, girls, let's go for some tapa. Girls, let's go take a shit. <laughs> and they go out and yeah, I mean, they go out, do tapas, do beers and do little bumper, bumper ruskies. I, I, I heard a statement that more people than what you think are doing coke and and that fucked me up because now every time i have an interview or every time i'm at work i look at people i'm like this motherfucker is high a lot of people do coke and i think coke is cool i mean coke is i i don't like it we have different different opinions in this podcast i don't like it myself Mm-hmm. It's not my type of drug. I'm more of a chill guy. I'm more of like, hey, bro, bro let's chill. You feel me? Bro. But, I mean, if people want to do it, it's cool. Another thing is, as I'm trying to lose weight, I want to improve my blood pressure. Whenever you I would go, whenever I go to a hospital the, and, the first, and you have a high blood pressure, the first thing they ask you is, like, do you do cocaine? Mm. Like, cocaine is the type of shit that, that happens and then you have a cardiac arrest and you die. So, I'm very... Not cool with cocaine for me, Mm-mm. for me. Right, right. Now you know you can lose a lot of weight by doing. Yeah, and I can also lose my salary because <laughs> that shit do fire. You, do you think your boss? My boss definitely does some type of drug. Okay, okay. I think everyone is on some drug, even alcohol. Um, you know, even your own demon thoughts. Do you ever have sometimes wow. like demon thoughts? Do you, do you think you have demons in your head? We all do. Right? We all do. I think we should normalize having, having demons. demons. Yeah, yeah, because I, I deal with demons on a daily basis. And Okay. And it's crazy to say this because I'm not religious. And I'm not trying to, like, offend anybody or belittle anybody's belief. But, like, I don't believe in God, right? And that's cool. I mean that's cool for me, like, and I and I respect that you believe in your thing, and I don't even think of it like, oh, you're dumb, you believe in some shit in the sky. No, like, like I respect it totally. So I don't believe in God, but I still call it demons. These little demons in my head that are like making you doubt shit, making you see things in a different way, making you scared, making you less confident at things, and it's those demons that we need to fight continuously on our life. Am I crazy or are those demons out there? <laughs> I think you're crazy. It's it's there. It's there, it's right? There. Yeah, yeah. You always have those the doubts. You don't want to, but you have them. It sucks. Even more so in like a kitchen. I feel like in a kitchen you have all those fucking demons all the time that push you to do the perico room stuff. Perico so. room is sometimes scary, but uh, but if you do it right, it, it can bring. <laughs> it can, it can, if you do it right, it can be like fun. 
like a like a ayahuasca retreat. Mm. Mm-hmm. I mean, you're not gonna continuously do this, but just like a weekend, mm-hmm. Punta Cana, half a kilo of the whitey, and some <laughs> Presidente beers. Okay, okay. All I'm saying, I'm not saying that's for me. I'm saying we can plant this shit, and next year when your kid is a little older, we can ride out. Um, mm-hmm, Coconut mm-hmm. water with whiskey, Ooh. and bumpaloonies mm. of the of the shiny shit. The that fish scale, damn. That tootsie shit, that pink shit, that that fucking enter the Miami pink shirt, pink shit. Have you heard about the NPCs? NPCs. Well, I know of NPCs as because of video games. They're like characters in a video game. Is this something now they're doing in real life? Well, you know that we're in TikTok now, right? Right. Of course, TikTok. We, we have every platform. The Broski Doodles. We're there, and sometimes uh, when we post little videos, I hang in, I hang out, and I see, I see stuff. TikTok is starting to become a dark place. It's weird, huh? It is a fucking weird. What's place. happening? So what, what are they doing? So the NPCs, the non-playable characters, as they call them, it seems to be a big deal now. As you said, you, you see them in the in the in the Halo. Um, there's this, this there's this girl called Pinky Doll. Mm-hmm. So she's from Montreal, Canada. She speaks the English and the French. So she's she's knowledgeable, and she does this thing that she's she's doing. I don't want to recreate it because it's dumb as fuck. And recreate I don't know how to it, do recreate it. it. No, no, no. <laughs> um, but this girl is. Uh, she started doing this, and she had a couple of views. And, and viewers, because in TikTok you can do live videos as well. And then she says that she would she would get uh, $5,000 a month from these people who would send her money and then she would do a special shit. Maybe maybe we can ask the producer to put like a little picture. A little of, picture, of, okay. Not like the, the video, but a little picture. What this is, from what I can imagine, is like they're being filmed and they're acting like an NPC which is one of these characters from a video game where you go and you click on them and they're like, to the corner, you'll find a store. And then you click mm-hmm. on them again and it's like, to the corner, you'll find a store. And it's like, you're like a little character in a video game that has like the scripted actions and you move like a thing. And like I was saying in the last episode when we were talking about the sound of freedom and how Twitch has all these creepy ass channels, this is another thing that to me, even though some people might say like, hey, bro, everybody has different interests. Everybody has different niches. This shit is weird. It's borderline. Like, what the fuck is wrong with you? You want to see some, like, girl do some NPC shit? That's some, like, power play in your mind that, to me, that's fucked. I don't, I don't support it. And I think yeah. the, the thing is that I feel that this is becoming sexual. For I think that gamers are a very niche, uh, weird people, and they find attractiveness in in some of the characters. I'm, I, the, I'm a gamer myself. I know, and you're but, weird as fuck too. But I'm the one that's <laughs> less autistic. Okay, okay, you can put it like that. I like that way. I mean, so, I'm not saying I don't have the weirdness, but a lot <laughs> less than some. So this girl, Pinky Doll. Um, she does this NPC shit on live videos now. She made money. She made. She said that she made $5,000 a month before, which is a good salary. Now she's making 7000 a day. A fucking day, bro. By doing this moving hands, doing the fucking weird shit where she dresses very provocative. Do you think and, there's like an underground business where, yeah, they get the 7000 a day from that, but then some guy's like, hey, it's like some big business guy, like, I'm going to pay you 50000 Well, it goes back to... To um, do fuckaroonies. Did you hear about the people in, in, I think in Qatar, where they would get this Instagram models to come in and like shit on them, on their chess and do weird nasty shit i mean i'm down for that that's not that weird are what? you down for the shitting of the chest uh i'm gonna pass 
I'm gonna pass. I'm gonna pass. But it is. I mean, okay. I just put a video of the girl, and it's weird. This is fucking weird. It is fucking weird. And listen, she's making the the money. She's bringing the bread home. You can't blame her. You can't blame her. I mean, she's doing her thing. We we, we can hate the player, but you can't hate the game. You can't hate the game. No, the, the other way around, I think. No, no, no. <laughs> it's like that. No, I think we're right. I think we're right. So, I mean, yeah. I mean, the, all the power to her. At the end of the day, there's other dumber people that pay for her and, and find this amusing. So, But there has to be some sexualization to this. Of course like she it dresses is. provocatively. All of this she is says, sexual, weird creepy eerie shit from weird ass motherfuckers sound of freedom buy a shotgun <laughs> vote for trump what? uh what else build the wall Bad uh again. close the borders <laughs> uh yeah that's pretty much it one one of this are they creators are this girls who do this shit are, are they yeah, they're considered they're, creators. They're, they're content creators, of course. Damn. Do you find this? Like when you play Halo, I mean, I've never played Halo, so I don't know, but when you play any of this, those Ooh, games and, and, and one of the characters is like dressed very, do you get a little aroused? Well, the, the first Halo that came out 20 years ago, or even actually more than 20 years ago, there was a character called Cortana who was like a digital person that would guide Master Chief, who's the main guy. And she looked hot as fuck on the first one. She had like a nice set of boobies, a nice little ass. You could tell she was maybe like Puerto Rican. <laughs> but then as time has gone on and wokeism has woken, mm. now she looks like fucking the the lady from Juno that became a guy. Mm. Uh, Elliot. Elliot Page. Page. So, so pretty much they've, they've taken it all off. And I'm not saying be sexual with everything. No, but a video game, Lara Croft, back in the day, the video game, nice body. Now they have <laughs> to make it all non. So that part I don't like. Uh, but how, how many weird... 20 years ago when, when Halo came out, you were what 14, 15 ish? Yeah, how many, how many solo nights did you have where Cortana was your main focus? When a man loves <laughs> a woman, yeah, I mean, me and Cortana had our nights, okay, uh, okay, me and Cortana had our, uh, our digital encounters. You, you know that reminds me that of um you, you remember space jam right uh, lola the, bunny the bunny well they did the same with the newer movie they took out her sexiness she was she was showing her little tail in the first it was pretty sexual i mean i were being hypocrites because we were saying before no we're not because what we saw before about the npc that's some weird eerie shit this yeah. is just straight up sexualization but like straight front like no no hidden no asmr no weird shit you remember like the the was this uh the impossibles no the the cartoon movie of a family that's superhero the unbreakables the the impossibles right yeah the impossibles yeah right the mom impossible she had an ass on her look the fight from the first movie the impossibles mom but the impossibles was it called the impossibles or the oh fuck now i don't remember or the unlikables or the the unbreakables or the unfuckables uh the do you remember the name just put like like pixar movie about superhero family uh superhero family disney pixar the Untouchables. The Incredibles. The Incredibles. All right, now look, The Incredibles mom, but... Yeah, I guess, I mean, she was wearing some tight, tight leather yeah, shit. Yeah, yeah, she was on some fire <laughs> shit. So all I'm saying is, all I'm saying is, it was it was fire back in the day. And then it got whacked. So, so yeah. So that's that. Uh, that's how we fix the issues. We talked about homelessness. We talked about 
so many things. It's a long episode, long episode. Yeah. But yeah. that's how you fix all these problems. Uh, direct connection, Madrid, San Francisco. Hopefully you can fix the homelessness problem. Otherwise you're gonna have to move before they get to you. And and yeah, keep it real. Keep it San Fran. Keep it cute. We hope that Chef Maurice gets a job soon. Uh, but otherwise we're we're doing great. He has more time for the podcast until his savings run out. So um, big hug to everybody. We're on all platforms. TikTok. I know you guys like the little clippos. We have a lot of them there. Keep it real. Keep it gangster. <laughs>